And uh, now the Gemara just recaps, and it says, Gufa, let's recap. Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Omar Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda, Seba Shem Shmuel, Yudchet Gozu, there were 18 things they made, Gezeret, 18 Gezeret they made, who were Yudchet Nechleku, and in 18 things they had a Machleka. So the Gemara asks, for Hatanya, but surely we blood in a brighter, Hushvu, there wasn't a Machleka. And Rashi, does, if you got this Gezeret, the others say, I'm this Gezeret, but if you got this Gezeret in the Gemara, then the Pshat in the Gemara is that we understand in the very 18 things they made the Gezeira on, those very 18 things, they actually were subject to Machlokes. So the Gemara asked, but we learned it about the Hushu, they came to an agreement. They shall have agreed on it. So the Gemara answers, though by Yom Nechus, on that day they argued about it, they had a vote on it, and they shall won, but to the Machar Hushu, the next day, they still came back and they said, you know what, they shall we agree with you. They still have been outnumbered anyway. Right? But, they still on the next day, they said, you know what, we agree. And they said, that's the gift that we've got, therefore what, the, the way it goes is, these 18 things were originally subject to Mahalikas, then they had a vote on it, and subsequently they still agree. Um, but there is the gift of the Rambam. The Rambam obviously did not have this as a question, the, the question we've got here, because the Rambam actually has, the gift that is, the Rashba explains, is that he has the gift that there were 18 Gazeras, that's the Yosef that we're speaking about here, there were 18 things they had a machlokas about, and those are to come in the Mishnah's, the Mishnah's follow will start the 18, the 18 things they argue about. They have a machlokas Bisham and Mishnah, and there was never any agreement on that one. And then there's also 18 things that they agreed upon. And those 18 things they agreed upon were the ones starting from the beginning of the Mishnah up to the Yosef or more or less. In other words, that was the first eight in the first Mishnah there, uh, the Shtayim Shainab of Al-Fut, Shtayim Shainab of that makes up eight. Then you've got the various things before Mimcha, that a person can't go to a bar before Mimcha, can't start a meal, etc., etc. And if you add them all up, the kids will come to 18 things. Those were the 18 things they agreed upon. Then starting from in Conan Arana, in Poland Arana, those were the 18 things they, the Gazeris they made, the Yudkhet Dovah. And then after, the next Mishnah we're going to have, by the Tashem this week, on Duffy's Zion, that's where you'll start, start seeing the 18 things that are not about. That's the, the, the way the Rambam learned this figure. In which case, there was no question of Artania. There was never a question on that. It was just a price which says, there were 18 this, 18 this, 18 this. Uh, so, but according to the girls we've got in the Gemara, that's Rashi's chart, it's the very 18 things. The Yudchas Ovo, they have a subject to Maslow to start, to start with, and the Mighty Gemara is saying, but the next day, uh, they still agree to Beishama. Gufo, this is the Gemara, four lines down, says Volvo Medalla. Gufo, let's recap. Omar Akunar Akunar says, the Gimmakom is Nechlaku Shammai the Hillel. Shammai and Hillel themselves, not Be Shammai, not the Tamidim, Shammai and Hillel themselves only have the Machoikas in three places. Um, what are they? So here we go. First one. Shammai Omer, Shammai says, Mikam Chalas, the Mishnah and Idiot, that how much dough do I need in order to be Chayv and Chalas? So Shammai says, a cub. A cub is 24 uh, basins, 24 eggs. The Hillel, I mean, Hillel says, Mikhalayim, two cars, which is obviously 48 eggs. So, according to Samarishen in the Machlokas, is because how much challah do you actually have to take? So, <laughs> I'm not talking about challah for the Mai, so this is Medina, the Mishnah, but without going to Salaha, but you'll find in the Mishnah, this is 148 for a baker, and for a normal Balabai, is 124. 
And Chazal wanted, this is what some Rishonim learned, Chazal wanted that you should take a kabeel, you should take an excise of dough as your chalal. Then the question is, okay, so how much, how much dough do I need in order to be chal and chalal? So, in other words, they wanted there should be a minimum of, of a kabeel. The question is, so do we judge by the balabayas? The balabayas has to take 124. In which case, it's one cup. One egg out of 24 is the cup. So that's how you get your thing. And I mean, a baker will only have to take half, half, a, half an egg. But when Chazal said he wants you to take a kabeah, that's for most people. For a baker, it'll be a minimum of half an egg, because he's taking 148. Whereas Hillel says, no, we do it, we want to ensure that all kids there'll always be a kabeah. So let's take the, sort of the, um, the baker, because the baker, he'll take 148. So even the baker, who takes 148, will be taking the size of an egg, because he'll be taking from two cups. And a Hanami, a Barabai, will be taking a minimum of two eggs. That's the, the, that's the Pshat of most Rishon. Tosus has a slightly different, uh, different way of learning it. He basically, uh, just very kid, so what, what Tosus learns is, the Torah says the amount of, of uh, dough you need in order to be Chayim and Chala is Afiyo Toiva, a tenth of an April, which is... Um, which is basically 18 carbon. Uh, well, an A4 is 18 carbon. So a tenth of an A4 is going to be 2 carbon. Now you're probably thinking, no, it's, not, it's one ninth. It depends how you measure the tenth. Is it milligal or millibar? Is it, the way we look at it, it's one ninth. 2 into 18. Or do you look at it, no, when you add the 2 to your, your, onto the 18, the 2 will be 10% of the total 20. That's the way we're looking at it. So in which case, it's really two cups. That's the way, we, uh, that's the way Hillel says, Shammai says, no, the Omer that, that, that we're, we're talking about, where, where we learn it from, was actually, um, was actually supposed to be two chalas. So for the two cup is enough for two chalas. So you only have to take one, you only have to have one cup. Because that, that's the Peshat, I think the other Peshat, uh, to me, is easier to understand, but that's the two, two Peshat in Wale. It's nice we don't pass on Shammai or Hillel. What do we pass on? Continue on. Not like either of them. Not a carb, not two carbs, and a carb metal. In the middle. One and a half carb. Chai Bakhan is Khan Khala. Mish now. Before before we go on, just very okay, I'm not gonna we saw in Rashi the math is, is like this. So if you actually work out, we know we know the amount of so you have to have is an omer. And we know an omer is a tenth of an apple. Now the mice, if you work out what that is, in terms of what they have in the midboard, it was Seven calves, one egg, and the fifth. Okay? Seven, seven calves, one egg, one veil, and a fifth. Sorry, seven lug. No, not calves, sorry. Seven lug. Get it right. Seven lug, that be a bit much. Uh, seven lug, an egg, and a fifth. Okay? Now, what they did is, is twice what they did was, they made the middle, they made the measures bigger. Okay? So now, and they added on six. Now, basically what happens is, we saw in Rashi in the Shea, basically if you take seven looks and an egg, plus a fifth, and you sort of downsize it, upsize it, whichever way you want to look at it, by a six, it will now fit into six looks. Because six looks becomes five looks. Okay, so add my seven looks and the egg and a fifth. Take six looks, that becomes five looks. Then you're, you've still got one look, one egg and a fifth. Okay? Now, a lug is made up of six eggs. So, if you take your last lug, a lug is six eggs, downside it will become five eggs. I'm still missing one egg. What do I do? I take my one and a fifth, 
and downsize out, that becomes one egg. You add that on, and you're now back up to a complete big look now. Add the back to your five, and you're up to six. So the kit, that's where you get to. That is a cup and a half. A, a cup is four looks. Yeah? Make sense? Okay. So it's a cup and a half. That's where you're looking at me, yeah? Okay. Okay, that's it. Does that make sense? Master your fault here, not. Huh? Yes. You, you can work it out. You just basically downsize everything by six. Okay, I was, uh, yeah, I do need a white wolf this one, but okay. The other way, the easy way, is you just look at Rashi yourself after. You'll see us getting Rashi. Okay. Just t- t- take Rashi's words for the time being. Seven and an egg and a fifth become six, which is the cover and a half. Meshach, these are our midas. When they upsize the midas again, Omru they said, Chamisha to revoin Kemach Chayovim Bechadol. This one's much easier because it was six. We got six uh, lug, and once again they added on the six, so six becomes five. So it's five lug. Now five looks. A, a look, by the way, is called, uh, otherwise known as a revere. It's a quarter of a cup. That's what it means. Chamesha Revoim. Five quarters, another way of saying five look. Of Kema, or flower, is Chayovim Chadet Chayim Chadet. Okay, that's, and that's the final halofa there. Rabbi Yossi says, actually, hey, if you've got exactly five, uh, five uh, look, your Pturin is passed from Chadet. Hey, but oh, if you've got five plus a little bit more, Chayovim Yachayim. Now, why do you need a little bit more Chayovim Chadet Chayim? Um, why is the Chayim then? So Tosus learns because it's got to be racious arisotechem. That means to say that even after you've taken the chada, there's got to be the amount of dough in the omer. So we said the amount of dough, which is an omer, is now five look. We need it to be that after you've taken the chada, there's still five look. So it's got to be, you start with five plus a bit. That's the way Tosus learns it. The way Rashi uh, brings this down is that basically the eggs, or the calf, whichever way you want it, the eggs basically were, not as, were smaller than they once were. Okay, so therefore for every egg you have to add on one twenty, as he says. Okay, you can do the math, we did it, I think, in the show the time is one and a half eggs, we said according to that. But the kitna it's five look plus a little bit. Okay, so to sum up, Shammai says one calf, Siddhal says two calves, um, the Chachon says one and a half calf, which the mice, when they downsize, upside, whichever you want to look at it, became one and a quarter or five look, whichever you want to look at it. Okay, that's the, uh, that's the, the general gist of it. Okay, that's the first Makhluk Shaman Hillel. Next one, the Ido. What's the other one? Hillel, and the Hillel says in Idiot, he says, Meloi Hin, Mayim Shorvin, Postman Atam Mikva. We know that if you've got an incomplete Mikva of 40 Sa'ar, and you put in there Mayim Shorvin, Mayim Shorvin is water basically collected in the Kli, not the Mikva itself, and you pour it into the Mikva, um, it puffs up the Mikva. But how much Mayim Shorvin do you need in order to puff up the Mikva? Before, this obviously, as I said, before it's complete. Once you've got a complete Mikva, you can do what you want. So, um, so Hillel says, Meloi Hin. It's the amount of a Hin. What is a Hin? A Hin is 12 look. Shechai Vodom Loma Abelashon Rabba. Because the person is Mechuyah to say in the Loshon of his Rebbe. The person is Mechuyah to say in the Loshon of his Rebbe. That's why he says Meloi Hin. You may think, like, this Loshon Hin, where do you find that in Mishnah? Expression Hin, you never find. Look! Talk about 12 look. Hin is the Loshon you find in the Torah. So, um, but his rabbi, his rabbi used the Lashon Hin, he also used the Lashon of Hin. The others who learn it means Moshe Rabbeinu is the rabbi we're talking about in Ayin the Torah, it says Hin. And the reason why it sticks to Hin, why his rabbi taught him Hin, is because it's trying to say that, do you want, why, why do we pick a Hin? You could have picked any amount, why Hin? The answer is because that is the smallest, um, that is the smallest amount you'll find in the Torah in terms of uh, Korbonus, the, the, uh, 
the libations, whatever it is, the, the smallest um, the hint basically is, is the uh, is the amount there. Anyway, the kitzah that's the that's the uh, the, the first shit. We did actually mention the gonshah in the Rambam, who says that what it means chashichay vodam lema b'shen rabbi is because we know that Hillel was a talmud of Shmaya and Avtadion, and Shmaya and Avtadion were unable to say hin. They couldn't pronounce the hey. They used to say with an other. They would say in. We said nowadays there's also people who, who uh, in their soul are obviously they say with an Allah supposed to say so therefore it sounds like in the question is do they mean you could read it as then a mind shield and post in mikvah the water the mind shield doesn't pass up the mikvah though you get it completely the wrong end of the stick therefore Shemayin Avtanian added on Meloi him they added on Meloi in order that no one should get the wrong end of the stick and they realise even if they say Meloi in you'll realise what they mean is Meloi him but Hillel didn't have this problem he knew how to pronounce his hey so he could have just said him why did he have to say Meloi him the answer is to stick with the lotion of his rebbe. That's how the God explains the Ramam uh, over there. Fine. That's Hillel Shitta. Shammai, and Shammai says, Tishra Kav, and it's nine calves, huge amount. Nine calves is the amount, um, is the amount that a person, is the amount that a person, the amount of mind sure then that a person needs in there in order to pass it up the mixer. I was getting pretty confused with all the lights going on. The Chachamim say, Loi Kedivei Zeh, Loi Kedivei Zeh. Loi Kedivei Zeh, Loi Kedivei Zeh. The Chachamim say, not like Shammai, not like Hillel, it's not 12 hook, it's not nine calves. So what is it? We don't yet know. Ashabol Beit Kardiyim, until two weavers came along, Misharu Ashbaf from literally the gates of the rubbish stump, Shabir Yerushalayim and Yerushalayim, and they testified in the name of Shemayin Atalion, Shesheloisha Lug in Mayin Shogun, Tayshim Atamik Rez. We know the three Lug of Mayin Shogun, Tafel for Nekfer, the Kimu Chachomim Esibreyem, and Chazal upheld their words. And that was the, that's the final Lug of three Lug. You may be thinking, like, why in the world do we have to mention, you, you have to mention that they were weavers, you have to mention they came from the Shara Ashba. So Rashi tells us, you know, the reason is, tells us the reason is because, because a person should never think, who am I? Look at me, and you've got tremendous time in different on the sitting in the way they learn all day, they know, I'm going to come along and get, who's even going to listen to me? Don't ever think like that. You've got two weavers, which was the lowest job of the lower, apparently. As they she says, you wouldn't appoint a melech, or a king godol, from, uh, who was a, um, or, uh, who was a weaver. And he came from the Shara Ashbal, which was like the, the lowest, uh, sort of quarter of Yerushalayim, the low class, low, of the lowest of the low. Yes, they came along and they were machriya everyone. Everyone says, you know, these two are right. This is our offer. So the person should never think, who am I? That's why they mentioned who they are. And that's the, that, that's the hard offer. So the kids, so we have this, so we have these, that's the machriya of Shammai and Hillel. Hillel said 12 lugs, Shammai said 9 cubs, Lamaish the hard offer is 3 lugs. That's the second machriya of Hillel and Shammai. The last one is, the Idothil, the third, the other one, and the third one is, Shammai and Shammai says, Kana Moshim Dayan Shazam. All women, if they see blood, in other words, they become a nidor. So, obviously, anything they touch now is going to be atomic. But what about anything they touched an hour ago? Or two hours ago? They've already seen the blood now, but it could be the blood was already the base of and was already in a place which makes them atomic. Um, much earlier than that. So, or maybe it's been even, even completely out of the body, so they've only seen that. So, what do we do? So, Shammai says, no problem. It's one of the colours of Shammai. They say, die on Shammai, which basically means, when they see it, that's enough. There is a certain Khumr in it as well, I think there is. Well, whoever said it, or somebody said as well, there's a certain Khumr as well that we, Dayan Shafan means 
But it's the whole, it's the whole, oh, no, not just the Vetas itself. Okay, but okay, it's Hilchas Nidor. But Dion Shazma. Now you may be thinking to yourself, Dion is a little bit of a strange Losha. It's enough. Well, who said you should wait for longer? We no one's spoken yet. Shammai is the first one speaking yet. And if I say to you, how much, uh, how much, um, how many bottles of drinks do we need for, for a Kiddush? And you say, 50. So Mr. Freeman says, no, 12 is enough. But you don't normally say, if I ask something, you say, oh, 12, I mean, people in the mice and maybe people will, 12 will be enough. But that's only if you think the person is trying to suggest you'll need more than that. Well, I don't say it's enough. I don't, I, when did I say you need more than 12? So it's got to be that somebody who obviously has a suggested, or at least you can read their mind, that somebody's trying to uh, infer, or imply, that we're going to need more than that. So what's Zion Shasot? So it, it's a very, very fascinating uh, lesson. I think it was the Chiddush Shoran, if I remember correctly, he said this. Because you know, he says, you know what? Continue on a little bit. Who speaks? Who speaks second, as we've got it? Is Hillel. What does Hillel say? The Hillel and the Hillel says, Nepikido Lepikido. You have to go back to the last time they checked themselves. If they checked themselves a week ago, and now they've checked themselves, found themselves Tony, and the last time they checked themselves a week ago, they were Tahar, anything in between is Tony. Because as far, for all you know, maybe just after they checked themselves, as they took their hands out, they became, they became Tommy Nizzle. Right? Tremendous Khumra. On that, Shammai said, no, Zion Shah is enough. I bet Hillel comes second. So the Chiddush Yoran, you know what? I think it was the Chiddush Yoran. He says, Hillel spoke first. Hillel always spoke first, spoke first. But we know that Hillel, Hillel had a tremendous amnotal. And he said, although for whatever reason he spoke first, he says that the Maitre records Shammai's Hillel, uh, the, the, the shit of Shammai ahead of me. We know that amnotal, Hillel always quoted the shit of Shammai, he always put it first. That's why Shammai's shit is recorded first. Tremendous lesson in other words. Despite the fact he was always, he was asked to speak first, the Maitre, Hit a, a sh- uh, when recording it, Shammai comes first. That's why it seems all Zion Shasta. The answer is that Shammai was responding to Hillel in the base of Ezra. And that's why he says, no, it's enough, Zion Shasta. Hillel, you've been very much, no, Zion Shasta. The might be then fast like either, because the Chachomim, the Chachomim say, look at the base there, but look at the base there. No, we're not going to be Mekel as much, we're not going to be as Mekel as Shammai, we're not going to be as, as much as, as Hillel. El Ameis, the eighth, the ninth, the eighth, 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 the eighth. What does that mean? What we say is that this. There's going to be a maximum of 24 hours we're going to worry about. May 18 is 24 hours. Okay? So what we want to know is, when did you check yourself last? If you checked yourself more than 24 hours ago, then we're only finished for the last 24 hours. If she checked herself less than 24 hours ago, then we don't go back 24 hours. We go back to the time she checked herself 12 hours ago, we'll finish for the last 12 hours. That's how you read that. And on May 8th, the 8th, the might are the key to the Pekito. The 24 hours, may say it's 24 hours, the might are the key to the Pekito. Well, undercut, for want of a better translation, but well, undercut, then the key to the Pekito, the going from one check to the, to the previous check. And likewise, likewise, when the key to the Pekito, the might are the key Going from one check to the, the other check, if it's less than 24 hours, can undercut and outdo the 24 hour period. Fine, those are the three mathologians. Chalo, Mikva, and Nidor. Okay? Fine. Ask the Gemara of a Sudeko. There's no other one. There's only three places where Shammai and Hillel argue. What about the following one? For Eko and Hillel, and surely we've got Hillel says, listen, Hillel says that on, on Yomtov, you can bring in a Zorim and a Zorim, and you can do, you can do smich on them, the resting of the hands on the animal, no problem. Although, generally speaking, we say you're not allowed to ride on an animal, this on an animal, whatever it is, it's a you can do smicha. 
The Shammai says, no, Shalom says, no, Shalom says, no, you can't. So you've got a machalik Shammai and Hiba. So says the Gemara, no. When does Apuna say that there's only three? That's where there's no machalokit, there's no plukta, there's no machalokit, there are busa of earlier rabbonim, but I together with them. In other words, these three, they were the initiators of this machalokit. Chava, Mikva, and Nidor. These, these, uh, these three things. But as to Tzmicha, that machalokit is an old machalokit. Shaman Hillel just joined, sort of joined the bandwagon. It goes all the way back, all the way back to the, if you go to all the Zuga in, in Ovid, it's a very, very, uh, very early Machlokas. Um, so, all the way back to Yosef Ben Yerza, so the kids, uh, that, that's an early Machlokas. We're not listing that one. Ask the Gemara, okay, well, Ikkor, what about the following one? Habit Selegah. Here, we're going to speak about this as Hashem this week. Habit Selegah. So, I'll also like this. So, we know, once for let's say fruit comes up, it get or any fruit gets detached from the ground. Obviously, when it's attached to the ground, it can't be in, even if it gets mushka on it, it can't be in carbon summer because otherwise everything gets rained upon. Once it gets detached from the ground, if one of the seven liquids comes on it, Lerotzen as we've learned, Kiyitin, Kiyotan Zumis, Kiyitin, whichever way, the kids then it becomes Moksha the carbon summer. And now it becomes on it, summer touches it. So what happens if I'm cutting the, I'm harvesting the grapes from the vine? And in the process, obviously, a bit of liquid comes out, and it goes on the grapes. So if I'm cutting the grapes in order to eat them, then I obviously do not want the liquid to come out. So then there's no shadow, of course it doesn't become Moksha the Kabul Tumut. I don't want the liquid to come out, I want them to be nice, nice juicy grapes. The truth is that that's not actually the example Rashi gives. If I'm cutting them in order to dry them out to become raisins, I, I, I correct that. I think I said the same thing in the share. Let me, let me, let me correct that and stick with what Rashi says. If I'm cutting them in order to, make, to dry them out and make them into raisins, despite the fact you think you'd be very happy to get rid of as much juice as, as possible, no, apparently not. That's what Rashi says again. Everyone would agree then. But what happens if I'm cutting them in order to press them and make, them, make wine out of it? So then... Potentially, I could be very happy if the, or wouldn't be, I'd be quite happy if the, if the juice came out. The only thing is, I'm not right now because the juice is going to wait. So, therefore, that, that's where the machlokes comes in. If you take a look here. Habit Selegas, somebody who, uh, who harvests grapes in order to put them into the press, Shammai and Shammai says, any juice which comes out makes him much of a kabbal tumor. Why? I, I don't want the juice, the juice is going to wait. The answer is because we, it's a gazero because of a case where a person puts them into boxes which are pitched on the inside, they've got pitch on the inside, which retains the juice. And if it retains the juice, apparently I'll be quite happy. I don't know the agriculture behind it, there's actually any advantages in it. So the kids, I'd be quite happy if the juice came out there. So therefore, Shammai says, as a gazero because of that, even if the juice is going to waste, because I'm not putting it into such baskets, I'm just putting it into a normal basket, still we say it's not Shri Kabbal Whereas the Hidal and the Hidal says, no, no Lukshat. Right now, the juice is going to wait. I'm not using what we call Kupos um, Mazufopos. I'm not using boxes which have pitch in them. So the juice is going to wait. Wait, I'm not happy about it. And therefore, it's not much to the Kabul Tumor. As I said, Ben Sushan will discuss it in great deal, uh, greater, greater detail this week. But the, the main point is, you see, you've got a Makhlechia between Shama and Hidal. So it's Gomorrah Barmine Dahi. Don't count that one. Ex- exclude that one. So Hosom Koshotik Le Hidal Le In that Makhlechia, Hillel kept quiet to Shammai. That means to say, Hillel never agreed to Shammai in that one. They kept quiet. 
it's a, because it's a set-up, it's a set-up, it was a, that's something we'll see about this one, but it, it was a very, very difficult day, because Hillel was completely like, subdued and subordinate to Shalom, but he never agreed to it. The, Yudha, the, the three things we're talking about over here, yeah, the three things, um, sorry, other way around. For Shotikle Hillel, Hillel kept quiet and he didn't maintain the Machlokas, that's the way it goes. He didn't maintain the Machlokas. These three we are talking about here, Shana Hillel, the Machlokas continues on. Hillel made his point. Whereas over here, Shotikle Hillel, Hillel kept quiet. He didn't maintain the Machlokas. I'm not saying he necessarily, I don't know whether he agreed to Shana, to be as I said, but the main point is he didn't maintain the Machlokas. And Lemaisa, um, we, we mentioned from the, I think it's Marat Chayas, he says that the definition of a true Machlokas is one which is ultimately going to come to, we're working, we're trying to work towards a conclusion. Because we never will agree on it. But it's got potential, we could come to a vote, and then we'll come to a decision. Again, you may not agree with it, I mean, after the vote, it could be you'll still disagree. But we'll actually come to something as, something which will never come to a vote, will never come to a decision, that's not a true Machlokas, he says. He speaks very, 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 so just without very, very sort of uh, other examples of it. A true Machlokas is one where from the very start, you present your side, I present my side, and we have a vote on it. If it doesn't come to a vote for what, for some sort of Zaytuko reason, it could still be called a Machlokas, because potentially it could have come to a, uh, to, a, to a vote. But something which would, could not have come to a vote, he says that's not called a Machlokas. Interesting, Marlokas. He brings various examples, we spoke about it at the end of that, that show on this studio. Fine, now the Gemara continues on. Yosi ben Yerza ish sereid of Yosi ben Yechanan ish Yerushalayim, the two Yosis, Gozul Tumalera to Amin, we learned on Yudalit, that they were going there on the, the, uh, the earth of, um, of, uh, Chutz Ha'aret, they were going to Tumalera, Gozul Tumalera to Amin, Malchay, the Chuchet, and on Glav Kedem, they were going to Tumalera. Ask the Gemara, just before we go on, I mean, the Gemara is going to prove it, when did the two Yosis live? Well, within, within the time the Beit HaMikdash is standing, right? Not nowhere near the end of the, the, the Churban Abayas. Okay, just remember that. Because the Gemara now asks, But surely it was the Rabbonon of the, now that the last 80 years before the Churban Abayas, they were the ones who made the Gezerah on the grounds of, of uh, Chutzaret and on, on Glass Canaan. Not the two Yosis. The two Yosis lived much earlier. They didn't make the Gezerah, it was the Rabbonon of the Shemayim Shonah. How do I know that? So Omar Abkhanam, because Abkhanam said, Keshachola Rabbi Yishma Abba Rabbi Yishma, when Rabbi Yishma Abba Rabbi Yishma became ill, Sholchuloi, they sent a message to him, Rabbeinu, our Rebbe, Emer Lonu, please tell us, say to the Gimel Zvoim, Shomarto, Lonu, tell us two or three things that you said, Meshum Abich, in the name of your father. So Shomachlohem, he sent back to them, Kacham Abba, this is what my father, Rabbi Yishma, said, that, Kufei Shomach, Neol Shmenim Shona, 180 years after the Chara before the destruction of the Second Beit Hamikdash, Toshda Malchus Harasha Ad Yisrael. That's when Rome, the Malchus Harasha, they began to uh, conquer Klal Yisrael. Shmenim Shona, Peishona after the Chara Rabbayis, 80 years before the Churban Rabbayis, go through Tumah Leret to Amin, they would go to Tumah on the land of Chutzaret, Arkele Zepochet, Amon, Klal Kedem. Our boy Mishona after the Chara Rabbayis. Forty years before the Chuban Abayis, also the Sanhedrin, the Sanhedrin went into exile, not literally, but the Yoshev of Abachanuyos, instead of sitting in the Rishka Pagodis, which was their normal place, they went and sat in Abachanuyos, which means shops. So it's a place on, on Harabayis. 
before the Chorban Abayas. So the Gemara, let's make a little cheshma. So Tani Bashuri we in a brighter. Hillel the Shimon, Gamliel the Shimon, Hillel, as in Hillel the Nossi, um, and Shimon, who's Shimon? Shimon is Rabban Shimon, the son of Hillel. Gamliel is Rabban Gamliel Hazoki, not the, the, the Rabban Gamliel we learned that in Brotho, it's Rabban Gamliel Hazoki, the Shimon, that's Rabbi Shimon the Gamliel, he's the son of Rabban Gamliel Hazoki, the father of the Rabban Gamliel we have in Brotho, the month with Rabbi Yeshua. So the kids are not going to see us, and these four were knowing their Nasiyas, they were the, the Nasiyas, the, the Nasiyas, sort of, um, the last hundred years before the Chorban Abayah. The two Yosis, they came much earlier, looking, looking at Mishnah and Obis there. Look when Hillel came in and look when Yosis came in. The two Yosis were much earlier. Much earlier than Hillel. So therefore, if Hillel was already around only a hundred years before the Chorban Abayah, you're talking about eighty years, definitely the two Yosis were a long time before the eighty years. So how do we reconcile this? Was it the two Yosis who were going there on the Kreis of Hulkas and Eretz Arnon, or was it the Rabban of 80 years beforehand? Top of that 12 moment, Dave. And or rather, also Inhu, they came along, in other words, the two Yosis came along, Gozur Agusha, they were going there on the ground, the, the earth of Kutzaret, literally. That if Trumot touches that, it's not only Tomei, you'll burn the Trumot. After they come, you'd even burn the trauma. That's quite a powerful Tachon of even burn the trauma. There are a few of them could have, but on the airspace, they won't go to anything. But also, Rabbon and the Peshana, then the Rabbon of the 80 years before the Chumah, they came along, got the Rabbira, they would go there on the airspace, literally, to suspend, in other words, to put the trauma in limbo. You can't eat the trauma if it goes into the airspace, but you also can't, you can't burn it. And what we're talking about Avira, by the way, means that it doesn't touch the earth, but it's like in an ohel over the earth. In other words, for example, it goes in a box, <coughs> and you remove the underside of the box. Therefore, the truma, as so it's suspended in the box, for it doesn't fall out, but it doesn't actually touch the, touch the earth. Theoretically, we could have actually learned differently. And that's how Tosef explains the Shida, and it's actually too solid in the Gemara Nozir, that it could, you could have learned, it's literally the airspace. Now, if you take something in a box, and the top of it is open, it's not. There's no uh, oil on the, on the ground. But Rashi says, there's like an oil on the earth. So now that's the two stages. Now, one thing you, you're going to have to realize is that th- how we know this, or Rashi speaks about, but somehow we know that they would never go there to burn trauma because of the airspace of, of the soil. It's not as if you've got oil on the ground. That they would never go there to burn. So put it in limbo, yes, but not to burn it. Only if it touches the earth of Kutzar, would you actually burn it? We just have to take that as a given. Right, where we know that from, it could be based on something. So it says, the Rosh Hashanah speaks about it, but that's taken as a given. The Maitre, we know that any Tachon it has to be, that you burn the trauma if it touches the earth, and you leave it in limbo if it's just like an oil over, over the earth. So therefore, this is what we're suggesting. That it came in two stages. The Rabbonon, uh, the two years people go there about touching the earth, you burn it, and then the Rabbonon, the Shemayin and Shana, they came along and both go there but in limbo, the trauma pit goes by the airspace. So ask the Gemara, remember, does that mean to say the Chava Gezerah Tahab, it was all one Gezerah, the Shepherd to burn it? The way you just said it is the two Yosis came along and they said if the trauma touches the earth, you burn it. Well, that's, it, right from the very start, that's how it starts, it can't be. Because, well, I'm not Ilfa, because surely Ilfa has said, 
your dying, when, when talking about the hands, it's not your dying, some your dying that that the shaming the tumma if he touched truma, you have to burn the truma. To chinas because they rot on the tree, but there a special chiddush that on the yadayim, Chazal said that if you when they were going on the yadayim the very first time, he said if your yadayim touched truma, you have to burn it. But implying yadayim was this chinas because he rot on the tree. But that implies that only the yadayim, only the hands from the very start where they go there to burn the truma. Hamid yacharino implying that anything else, no, they may have at a later stage. Stretch the tachonot even burn the truma. That wasn't the very first stage. And rather says the Gemara, okay, you're right. We'll have to re answer it. This is how it went. Also, Inu, the two Yosis they came along. Godzor agusha litlois. As you said, they weren't going to burn straight away. That came at a later day. It had to come in two stages. So they were going there on the earth. If the truma touched it, you rem- it remains in limbo. The avira berukunum on the airspace, they won't go to anything. But after Rabban on the Peshana, then the Rabbanon of 80 years before the Khurban, they came along, and Gozer Agusha literally, they were going there on the earth, that if the Truma touches the earth, you burn it. The Aavira literally. And on the airspace, to put it in limbo. So they moved everything up one stage. The earth now, instead of being limbo, becomes first. The airspace goes from being nothing to suspending. So putting it in limbo. Now, before we go on, sort of the, the, the last piece, we're going to just see the last piece in one second, just one point. Tosh was asked. Tosh was asked, he said, this, all this Gemara is very nice, you're dealing with the, the, the question of Eretz or Amin. Right? We had a theory, remember that, what was the theory, not to lose sight of it. Two years apparently David goes on Eretz or Amin. We've got a uh, conflicting member which says, that it was the Rabbanon eight years before the Chorban. So we're trying to reconcile him. Two days, whatever it was. But the Mice, there was another problem we had as well, which was. The two Yosis, you said, were the ones who were going there tomorrow on glass. And we got a conflicting statement that says it was the, 80, the Rabbanon eight years before, and they were going on the glass. How? You're not bothering to answer that question. So there's an easy way out, and that is that basically there was, there was a, a different gear, and some have a different gear, and the Gemara, that basically, um, that basically, in a nutshell, that the different gear in the Gemara, that the two Yosi favored Goiza, and their Gezeira was not accepted, and then the Rabbon and the Shemani Shalom, they came along with Goiza again, and it was accepted. So that would answer both questions. Okay, to see that gear, so it's a very simple answer. But this says a different answer, and this is a very, very fundamental answer, which, I mean, we've already covered this now, but it, I'll, I'll, this is where Tosus got it from. We spoke about it in the Shuram last week, and so the Shem Chadorosh, and next week we'll come back to it again. Just remember this is very That we've said that on Kaleza Chokhis, on glass Kalim, you don't burn Trumma, or Kodshim, if it, right? If you just say my glass Kaleza, it becomes Tommy, you don't burn, it's tomorrow later on, you don't burn, you don't burn the Trumma or Kodshim. That's with the Raman Paskins, Raman Paskins in the Furish. In all cases, he said Rashi is also before like that, you don't burn Shrumma and Kodshim because of that. On glass cases. Okay? How do I know that? Because, we're going to see in a second, there's only six cases where you burn Shrumma on a Sindrabon, on Sumadrabon. There couldn't have been any more cases, because this is not one of them. Tosus, however, is going to learn that six is loved after. Six is in Ushari, because there's six, there could be other cases. And Tosus wants to say like this. 
hope this makes a little more sense how we do it. The first time we did it, we haven't seen the sukkah. Tosa says that, as we learned, there's actually two parts to this tumor of, of glass. Yeah, you remember? There's because of its similarity to Tcheret, that's the Ica tumor, and then they added on certain alakas because of its similarities to to Tremantopas, to metal. So Tosa's, when we're talking, when does the Gemara say you don't burn Truman Kotchev uh, based on the Truman Jarbonon? That's when it's something which comes off its similarity, it's something which pertains to its similarity to claim up of But if the reason why it's become Tommy is because of the Ikadim Tumone, which comes from the similarity to Sikhara, you'd actually burn it. In which case, there's Tosus, we've answered the question. We had a question, how do you dealt with the question? Clay Tachokas on Clay Tachokas. The answer is, well, we dealt with it. The first two, the, the two years came along and said, Kleza Pochit, which touches Turuma, the Kleza Pochit was coming over the Then, you leave it in limbo. The Rabbon and the Shmuel Shalom, they came along and said, you burn it. No problem. Remember, Tosa's whole problem, I didn't really explain the problem, was based on the fact that we said in the Gemara, you don't burn Turuma, you never burn Turuma based, uh, with Kleza Pochit. So in which case, we're stuck. You could have only been coming one stage. How do you answer the question between the Kleza Pochit? You could have only come on one stage. So if you say the Peshat is that the two years were going there and it wasn't accepted, then the Abon and the Shemin of Shana, they came along and it wasn't accepted, fine, you can say the same thing with the Kalei Zechotas. But if you say that the Gzera of the two years was accepted, then whatever they were going there, there wasn't a second stage to it. So it says, yes, there was. You're mistaken. They were going there, that any trauma which touches Kalei Zechotas, Tommy, you leave it in limbo, you don't burn it, you can't eat it. And the Abon and the Shemin of Shana, they came along and added the Chiddush, you burn it, but only if it's because of its similarity to Kalecheres. Again, you'll understand more about that once we go into the, the next, I mean, the, it'll be, it'll be in the Chazor Hashem, next week, Ben Hashem. But that's the, the basic idea, okay? That, that's the Chiddush of Tosis. You actually burn the Trum of Chazor even with Kalecheres, if the reason of its summa connects to Kalecheres. Fine. The Gemara now finishes off, and it says, at the moment we've suggested that the two Yosef they would go there only on the, on the, uh, going back to the Eretz Amin, on the, Earth, they would go there, leave it in limbo, nothing on the airspace. Then there are one and the Shemin and Shana move everything up one stage, the Earth, you burn, not the Earth itself, but the Shemin which touches the Earth, and on the airspace, you put it in limbo. Fine. Ask the Gemara, that's not true. Because the Akati, Bursha Gazu. Surely, still, in Gusha, in Usha they would go there. Now, Usha was an even later stage. Even later, that was after the Kurban Abai. As we see from Gemara Rosh Hashanah, that's when the Sanhedrin went into Goddess. Yavne, Usha, it was after the program. How do I know that? Just now, we learned in a Mishnah. Al Shishot Sveka is, Al Shishot Sveka is on six doubts, topic, uh, a lot of basically, Timothy Rabbon is what we're trying to say. Serving and Satsuruma, we burn Surumma. Major Chidash, despite that, normally for a Dindar Rabbon, on some of the Rabbon, you don't burn Surumma, you leave it in limbo. Here, the Rabbon had the chaos in these six cases to burn the Surumma. As I said, these six cases we're going to see in a second took place in Usha. Doesn't mean, therefore, it's dark as six cases, no other cases, that's the way the Rashi and the Rambam seem to learn. Not Rashi here, Rashi on Tertan and Dalas. Whereas the, where Tosha says, no, it's not dark as six. Six, they would go there in Usha. There could be other cases where you went to trouble. There are only six in Usha. What, what are they? Number one, Asotic Beta Pras. A Beta Pras is, um, it can be one of two things. Rashi learns, the Pshat is, it's a field, I know there was a, I know there's a, somebody buried there, I just don't know where. And somebody walks through with their trauma there, it's a topic they're right of. If you walked on the cover, this trauma is 
Tommy Midoraita. That's what Rashi learned. Tosus basically disagrees with that, and Tosus says, no, it's not. We're talking about Tumma, it's a Tommy Dorabomum. What's the Tommy Dorabomum? It's the base of Prasi we talked about in Brasso. So basically, there was a Kevin there, but it got plowed over, and now, it's strewn anywhere, but the, it's stopping anywhere. At any stage, maybe the likelihood of having a, it's got to be a piece which is the size of a, of a, of a, a Kardosh, or the size of a lens. So, the whole thing is, is a topic, it's, the whole thing is there are bombs. For example, when it comes to, um, when it comes to uh, somebody who's got, got on his way to make a carbon pepper, he's allowed to go through, he says. He's allowed to go through, and he just blows it. He goes, he checks as he goes, but the mighty, the bombs don't stand up their words in the face of courage. But for trauma, he said, if you go through such a field, with your trauma, trauma, you have to burn that trauma. That's, 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 that's the chiddush. Next case, the alstopic, Alpha, and then by the way, never you realise it's not, as we explained, Russia is not a sophic whether it's a beta pras. It's the sophic of the beta pras. The beta pras is, itself is a sophic. I don't know where the, according to Russia, I don't know where the kebab is. And according to Soviet, I don't know where the bones, I mean, it's, it's the likelihood, it's a sophic where I went over a bone which is big enough. Okay. The alsophic of our bomb here, so I mean, same idea. The gears that we've got is actually much more machudosh, is we're talking about earth which comes from Chutzah, you can find it now in Eretz soil. That earth is still Matami. And the reason why they were going there on, on the, the uh, grounds of Chutzah is because there's all sorts of people buried, like going as well, buried all over there. You don't know where they are, it's a mass grave. So, um, and we know, I used to say, but Goyim are not Matami, they are Matami. Goyim are Matami, the Maka Uva Mata, that's definite, by touching or by carrying, you don't actually touch it. By making an oil over it, that's my choice to on Rabbi Shimon. Definitely touching. So if you touch this earth, you definitely become, uh, the trauma touch it, definitely you have to burn it. Okay? The only thing is, if you're bringing the earth to Eretz Yisrael, I mean, how much earth do you bring? What's the likelihood of the body in that earth? Okay, that's part of the difficulty they, they have with, with the ghost. So we've got the mitre from Rashi. Would it need to be a body though? Just say it would do both. Like okay, yeah. Okay, I suppose you, you could say. Yeah. Okay, the ghost that we've got is the type of earth that's come from Chutzot, but from Rashi it's mashmah that there's actually, you know, I'm really coming off Rashi, Rashi's mashmah is the top of it, there's a body there. So you see, if you actually look at Rashi, Rashi's mashmah, I think also Tosis, uh, somebody I saw was also mashmah, they don't necessarily have this ghost, uh, it's Habom Eretz Amin, it's Tosik Afar Eretz Amin. It's the, any, the grounds of Eretz Amin, we don't know whether there's a body there. Fine, next one. The Arsophic big the Amaoris. The Sophic of the, the clothes of an Amaoris. Now Rashi learns the clothes of an Amaoris, you always have to treat the clothes of an Amaoris as being Tommy. The reason being, the reason being, because um, we know he wouldn't be particularly particularly careful if his wife, wife being an idol, she's Matame Bemedra, if she sits on his clothes, his clothes become Tommy. If she walks on his clothes, lies on his clothes, it becomes what's called Tomas Medras. And therefore, somebody's called what's, uh, what's called a porosh, the officer of an Amar Oret, he always treats the, the, the godim of an Amar Oret as being Tommy. That's what Rashi learns. Tosus says, no, that's not the Pshat. Tosus learns, rather, it's basically um, that they would go there on, on, uh, on, on an Amar Oret, not because of his wife. They would go there on an Amar Oret, being first Gomorrah, which indicates they would go there on an Amar Oret, he should be like his dog. Therefore, obviously, his toes will be Tommy. Nothing to do with his wife. So again, by the way, you'll see that the few Rashi, it's a chashash do writer, that his wife may have trodden upon his toes. According to Tosus, they would go down and he should be like a dog. It's the whole din was a dindarabon. 
not, not quite as much as the previous thing in the case of the, the base of Brothers. This is the pattern which is emerging a little bit from it. Anyway, that's the two shots in there. They are Sophic Kalim and Insoin. Next case is um, Sophic Kalim, which are found. That's very simple. Another defined Kalim in the street. And you have no idea whether they're Tomei, whether they're Tar. got no idea. You have to treat them as, as Tomei. If Truma touches it, you have to burn the Truma. They are Sophic Horokin. Next case is similar sort of idea. If you're walking the street and you find some spit on the ground, you know, you've got no idea where that spit came from. Did it come from, from a Zob or a Tar person? You have to be social it came from a Zob. I mean, in which case, it's an Tuma, and it's meant as if, if the Truma touches it, you have to burn it. The last one is, the sixth one is, our Sophic Miracle Odom, the Sophic of urine of a human being, Shekhenegev Miracle Behemo, which is according to Rashi, is right next to the um, urine of an animal. Now, to see Rashi, there's a major fiddish in this. What this means to say is, I've got Meirata in there, I have no idea whether it's an a- animal urine, in which case there's obviously no problem, or whether it's from a human being. And you know what? Even if it did come from a human being, is it from a Zolv or a Torah person? It's a double sophic. We go even further than that. It's also right next to the urine of a behemoth. So in which case, in all likelihood, I'd assume it's, you've got, and I know that the other one is Meirat Lamb of Behavior, so I can assume this one's a Behavior. So I've got a, a, a very strong indicator to assume that this belongs to the Behavior. And even if it's not a Behavior, I've got more than 50% chance it belongs to Behavior. And even if it's not a Behavior, it does come from an Ozzam, maybe it's Torah, maybe it's Tomic. Maybe it's from a Zol, maybe it's not. And still, nonetheless, a major Chiddush that we make you burn the trouble. Tosin says, no way! This says, even on Stamas sex vacar, brings the Gemara, we don't, we don't burn Shrum on a sex vacar. That's what, what, what Tosin brings. Therefore, Tosin has a completely different shot. Tosin says, basically, there's only one topic here. And that is, I've got, uh, I've got Meir on the ground, and they're right next to, I don't know what it is, is it Odom, is it uh, Behemoth? But, I've got right next to it, Meir Behemoth. And I can see they don't look alike. Therefore, now, it's almost a definite that this Meirad line is from a human being. Maybe you can even say it's a definite. So it's now only one topic, maybe it's Torah, maybe it's Torah, maybe it's from Azov, maybe it's not from Azov. Yeah? It's only, um, it's only one, one topic, in a few places. Okay? There's, there's another Peshat of the Ramam, he learns it's actually a mixture of Meirad de Behemoth and Meirad Behemoth, he's got another Peshat, but we don't really go into that Peshat. Okay? But as I said, Lafi Tosas, you have to start making Lafi uh, Rashi, you have to start making Chilokim. When do we burn Truma on a sex faker and when do we not? And that, for that, you have to start going in maybe into the corner of a sex faker. So we didn't really go into that, but it's something to think about. There may be Lafi Rashi, there must be Chilokim in it. Anyway, we say, Al Vazai Magor, it's got to be a case where it definitely touched one of these six things. Go with the gift to the side there. Shehusophic tumotan, and therefore it's a sophic tumor. Then sophic has touched tumor. You burn the tumor. But if you've got a, a, a sophic where they even touch these things, so the things themselves are sophic in themselves. When I find spit in the street, maybe it's or maybe it's not. So it's a sophic with it's even tonic. And then I've got a sophic whether my tumor touched it that you don't burn from on says the tonic cover. Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Yosi says. Rabbi Yosi says, "Afal sophic magon berushayof is sophic." He said, if you're in a Rishatayotid, we know in Rishatayotid, Sophic Tumor Rishatayotid, we go last from Sota, we always go to Khumram. So he said, even if you've got an amazing, amazing Shedashir, even if you've got a Sophic where it touched, 
there's a topic where it touched something, which in itself is a topic where it's tome. So think the source is a topic where it's tumor. And then I've got a topic where my trauma touched it, and I should say off it, we go to Khumra. And again, an amazing finish. So it can be you, but you have to buy it. Now, Chachomer and the Chachomer say no. The Rishus Hayochid is Tzayden. In the Rishus Hayochid, we're not sure if it touched. We leave it in limbo. The Rishus Harabit, in the Rishus Harabit, Tzahir is completely Tzahir. Completely Tzahir. Yeah. The Oma Ula. So Ula comes on, this, this is the point we want from here. Eidabok Tzavekos, these six Tzavekos, Usha Eskinah. They were massacring them in, in Usha. They were massacring them in Usha. Now what does that tell us? They were massacring it in Usha. Usha was a much later day. This is not that I wanted to explain in Shana, because remember one of the six things, don't lose sight of that. One of the six things was, or for on the, the, the ground of Prasad. So, um, the Gemara says, you know what we have to say? El they came in three, in three stages. Also, in who they came along, Gozer Agusha, they were going on the ground, Litlois to leave it in limbo. The Avira, the Loikolon. And on the airspace, this is the two Yosis, two Yosis came along, they were going on the ground, you leave it in limbo. On the airspace, nothing. But also, Rabbon and the Shemen and Shaman, then the Rabbon of the 80 years, they came along, Gozer, and they were going to station number two. Itty be itty litlos, then both of them you put in limbo. You don't burn the trauma, so you don't eat it, whether it's the airspace of Eretz Army or whether they actually touch the ground. But also, but Usha, and then they came along in Usha, and Godzer Agusha, they would go there even on the ground, uh, not even, they would go, go there on the ground, literally even to burn it, but Abirak is a koi koi. And after the airspace, they said, leave it as it is. Right, so we will leave it to that. And the next figure so goes into the case of Orchis and runs on to the next one, uh, next up, really. So uh, we'll leave it to that. Have a very good week. Yeah.